right. Undefeated UFC featherweight prospect Sean Woodson. What's going on, Sean? Uh, how's life right now? Amazing, man. Now I got a fight coming up. I'm going to be happier. <laughs> All right, before we get to all that fight stuff, uh, I know you have a, a deep background in boxing. And today, I just saw on the news, USADA, they just uh, they released something about this Olympic boxer. She was popped for uh, prohibited substances, right? And uh, they did an investigation, and then they found out she somehow ingested it or got it into her system through unprotected sex. What is your reaction wow. to that? This is my first time hearing about it. That's crazy, man. Uh, I wonder how they're gonna handle that. Like, is the, are they gonna like you know come down hard on her or what? So she, so what? She got a banned substance through sex. Yeah, unprotected sex. Like she somehow ingested it, right? So we could speculate how that happened. But uh, but you saw us uh like they're they're letting her go. You know, what I mean, they're not prosecuting her. They're not suspending her. They they did the investigation, so she's all good now. But it's crazy oh, how that could happen to you. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, I've never heard anything like that. That's crazy, man. All this stuff. Uh, yeah, you saw the man. They don't play around. If, if it's <laughs> something in there that ain't supposed to be in you, they gonna find it. Definitely, it is. It is wild. It kind of it should scare some people out there, right? Hell yeah, that got me worried, and I, you know, yeah, that got me worried, and that don't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, uh, like I said earlier, you know, boxing was a big part. You know, you're very successful when you were growing up. I want to know your top five dead or alive boxers. List boxers, them out. Top five dead or alive. Uh, Muhammad Ali, for sure. Roy Jones Jr. Tyson Fury. Vitaly Klitschko. Are you familiar with Vitaly Klitschko? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Muhammad Ali, Roy Jones Jr., Tyson Fury, Vitaly Klitschko. Man, that fifth one to be. Uh, Got to go with Floyd. Floyd Mayweather. Okay. All right. Very interesting. Uh, yeah, I, Roy Jones Jr., man, that's like, to me, he's he's very close to the top, man. Oh, Just yeah. talent-wise. Him, him, him and Ali, those are my boxing idols, yeah. man. Spectacular. Now, when you look at those boxers, like, do you take anything from them and, and use their, their style, or is there any particular boxer? Oh, yeah, 100%, man. I take bits and pieces from all my favorite fighters, you know, like Ali, man, his, his mental warfare, I love that. Roy Jones Jr., you know, his slickness and, uh, you know, Floyd Mayweather, his, you know, defense, defensive techniques and uh, Tyson Fury, his jab and the way he uses his range. Yeah, I take bits and pieces from all my favorite fighters and just add it to my style. You know, I don't pick a lot of people I see, they, you know, they pick one fighter that they really like and they try their best to fight just like that fighter. But no, I take bits and pieces for all my favorite fighters and just put it all in one. What about when uh, Anderson Silva put his back against the cage? It did the Roy Jones Jr. What? Yeah. You know, I, when you I saw that, what, what was your, uh, how did you react to that? That was fun. That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, oh, he hit the Roy Jones. Yeah, yeah, I love that, man. I love when I see uh, guys, you know, do that in the midst of fights. You know, they pay homage to, you know, the greats before us. And, you know, I, yeah, I love that stuff, man. Yeah, it's fun, fun. Now, your UFC debut last October, very dominant performance. When you look back at it now, you know, since many months have passed, what did you not like about that fight? Man, I didn't like that I didn't get the finish, man. And it was right there in the palm of my hands. But, I mean, that just goes, that's credit to my opponent, you know, Kyle Bakniak, dude. He had the chin of steel. I don't, you know, nine out of ten guys, I think, would have went down from those shots I landed on him. And, but, yeah, he's just a rare breed, man. He he has a granite chin. and But, yeah, when I look back at that fight, man, I just, I feel like I really could have finished it. And uh, I'm mad that I didn't, but, uh 
yeah, that's pretty much it. I, other than that, I'm pretty satisfied with the performance. You know, I felt I didn't have any octagon jitters. I felt, you know, calm, cool, and collected. I felt like home in there, really. But, yeah, this this fight, I'm definitely going to be hunting that finish. If I get, you know, I hurt this guy and uh, put him on wobbly legs, he's getting put away. I'm not letting him off the hook. When you face a guy like Bogniak that just comes forward and he doesn't stop, you know, a lot of guys would fold. I think that's what happens to a lot of guys that he's faced in the past. Like, they, oh, yeah. he just takes the punishment and just moves forward, forward, and then he gets that finish later yeah. on. And uh, for you, mentally, you know what I mean, facing a guy like that and then, you know, being able to last all the way to the bell, does that take you up a notch? Oh, well, I, I mean, I knew as much as he was coming forward, I I knew he really wasn't trying to, you know, have these exchanges with me. He was he was trying to get me to open up and let my hands go so he could, you know, get underneath and shoot and get me to the get to the ground trying to open up so the takedown would be there you know he shot 15 times in that fight you know what i'm saying so you know i don't as much as he was coming forward and walking me down he really was just trying he was looking for that takedown the whole time and i knew that so yeah that's what i was that's really what was in my mind i'm like you know i just i was just looking to stop that takedown when when your opponents are shooting for takedowns all the time that means that you're doing something well right oh yeah 100 yeah they're all <laughs> i don't care i don't care who i fight man it, you can give me the best striker in the world. They're gonna. I'm gonna turn him into a wrestler. Yeah, definitely. Now, uh, you know, you talked about getting back into the cage in January, taking on Steven Peterson. That never happened. But before the pandemic hit, were, were there any other talks of any other opponents or any other events that you were gonna be on? Uh, well, I had got an offer to fight uh, February on that John Jones card, mm -hmm. but it was on like uh, six days notice or something like that. And I just couldn't make the Sorry about that. And I just couldn't make the weight. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, uh, my manager told me two opponents turned me down. You know, I had two other opportunities, but those guys turned me down. And uh, but yeah, other than that, I had an opportunity May 16th. That's pretty public. You know, I was supposed to fight yeah. Jared Gordon. And yeah, he he turned that down, which you know I got mixed feelings about that. And but yeah, outside of that, yeah, I was supposed to fight February, couldn't couldn't cut the waiting time, and then two guys turned me down. May sixteenth with Jared Gordon didn't pan out, but yeah, now here we are. Why do you have mixed feelings about the Jared Gordon fight? You really wanted that one. Yeah, man, because it just I mean, to be honest, if I'm being honest, his reasons for not taking the fight just didn't make sense to me. You know, he he had already been training for that fight. He was you know, prepared, and, you know, I was looking on his Instagram, he was in shape, ready to fight, couldn't wait and everything, and uh, his reason for not taking the fight was that, uh, you know, I had only had one fight in the UFC, and, you know, I just wasn't worth it, I guess, but the opponent he had, he was originally scheduled to fight, you know, had a, you know, I think his record was like eight and three or something like that, and he maybe had had two fights in the UFC, you know, it's not like he was fighting a, you know, top 15 guy or somebody really up there, like, the opponent he was originally scheduled to fight was, you know, in the same bracket as me. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I didn't really understand his reasoning behind that. I, I think he just knew that, you know, he had a tough matchup in front of him. He knew, you know, what I was going to bring to the table. And, yeah, just if all – yeah, I just – every – all his excuses for not taking that fight, I, uh, I just – yeah, I just didn't agree with him. Well, three fights, three guys turned you down. Is that something you expected heading into the UFC? Or was that something you were blown away, you know, blown out the water about? Because it's like, hey, I thought we were all supposed to fight. You know what I mean? We're fighters. Yeah, man. It really blew me away. Like, you know, I had that problem on the regional scene back, you know, in my local area. But once I got to the UFC, man, I didn't think I would have that issue at all. And, you know, to be honest, like, if you look at my YouTube videos and even my performance against Bokniak, I don't feel like I 
really showed all that much. You know, I don't, I don't, I know for a fact I didn't show, you know, what I'm really capable of. So I, I'm like, man, these guys must have a really good eye because, like, I haven't even showed what I'm capable of yet, but they must see something and know what's up, man. But yeah, it's really thrown me off, to be honest. Yeah, well, with the with the new crop of uh, fighters coming in, like yourself, and and being on the contender series and having these spectacular performances, a lot of guys I feel they're kind of avoiding you, you know, the type of fighters that you, you know, just like yourself. But you know, eventually, they can't avoid it. They have to fight you because if you keep winning, there's no denying it. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've seen that a lot where guys, you know, they'll say guys who have been in the UFC, they'll say, you know, I don't want a contender series guy. I don't want a contender series guy. But, I mean, I just don't – yeah, I don't really understand that. It's like, uh, you know, we're fighters, man. You're supposed to – you know, the motto is anybody, anywhere, anytime. You know, like, you know, it's like what happened to that? Uh, and, yeah, but, yeah, it just kills me that, you know, guys – you know, they have three, four fights in the UFC and all of a sudden they're, you know, on their high horse and they're like, you know, I'm not fighting nobody who's coming off contender series. It just blows my mind, man. I won't turn down anybody anytime ever. The pandemic hits, I think, late February, around that time. Were you trapped in the house just like everybody else? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, when the pandemic hit, yeah, you know, everything was on lockdown, couldn't go anywhere, but it didn't really change anything for me. You know, I still was consistently training, you know, behind the scenes, just couldn't post about it. But yeah, I was training nonstop. And outside of that, I mean, even when things are regular outside of the pandemic, I pretty much train and just come home and stay to myself. You know, I'm, I, I, I stay in the house a lot already as it is. So it didn't really affect me much at all. So it was basically like a very long extended training camp for you. Yeah, pretty much, man. Pretty much, it just it was it was just hard trying to uh, time, you know, weight cutting and you know stuff like that, and not knowing, you know, when my next fight would be. You know, tr you know, trying to I'm a guy who cuts a lot of weight, so you know I'm I can't I can't keep my weight low forever. You know, what I'm saying I gotta I gotta let my body, you know, get back up to where it likes to walk around at. And uh, yeah, during this pandemic, I you know they're not handing out full fight camps. Pretty much, you know, every fight that's booked is on like two three weeks notice so yeah just trying to stay ready for that has been a challenge but i mean hey that's a fight game for you man challenges left and right definitely well you know you get that notice three weeks what adjustments you make to get into a, a i guess a training camp yeah uh well it wasn't a full three weeks i got about yeah. 16 days notice it was about yeah 16 days and two weeks and a couple days but uh uh, what changed for me, I was back home in St. Louis, my hometown. That's where I live, and that's where I normally train at. But whenever I uh, – well, I split my time. I, I train at home. You know, that's where I live, St. Louis. And then I, I come out to glory and, you know, stay out here for a month or two at a time. And and whenever I get a fight booked is when, I you know, I pack up and come out here to glory. So, yeah, the moment we got this uh, fight booked, I packed my bags and came out here to glory to, you know, get, get some training in and train with my guys, James Krause, Grant Dawson, all those killers out here. Yeah, that, that's what I did. Yeah, got the fight on two weeks' notice and headed out to Glory, and that's where I am right now. Also, training is basically normal then. Heading into a fight with the with the normal training partners, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I mean, the only thing that ain't normal is just the two weeks' notice. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yep. I got. I, I was able to get back out here and train with my regular training partners. Yep. Now your opponent coming up is uh Kyle Nelson. Was he a guy that you've noticed in the past before you even agreed to fight him? Oh, uh, I had seen, I'd only watched one fight of his. I watched his last fight live where he was in UFC Mexico against Polo Reyes. And yeah, I remember watching that live with some of my friends and seeing him get, you know, land that devastating elbow and got that cool knockout. And I was like, oh, that, you know, that's 
that was nice. And I just was impressed by that. And at the time, I honestly didn't even think about, you know, getting matched up with him. But, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy when they uh, offered me the fight. I remember, I vividly remembered. I'm like, oh, I remember watching his last fight live. Like, I remember seeing this dude fight. Tough dude. Did you go back and watch the other two fights that he's had previously? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, I watched this fight with uh, Diego and Matt Sales, and yeah, he uh, he's a gamer, man. He's tough. You know, he, he brings the fight. He he was winning that fight with Diego. He, I saw he hurt him a couple times until, you know, he went to the ground, and, you know, that was Diego's world. He took over from there. And, yeah, he's a tough dude. My toughest opponent to date, for sure. And I'm, I'm looking forward to going in here and uh, making a statement this fight, you know, putting on a, a even better performance than last time and a performance that'll, you know, have them not make me wait eight, nine months to get in the fight. After this fight, I want them to be like, well, we want to get this kid right back in here and get him right back in action. With him, he, he seems like uh, either he finishes the fight or he gets finished. That plays mm. into your style of fighting? Uh, yeah, I love it, man. That's a, I don't like going. I mean, I know I have some decisions on my record, but I hate going to decision. You know, like that's, that's my ideal way to, you know, end the fight either. You know, I finish him or he finishes me. And, him having that same exact style, I think, is going to make for an exciting fight, man. Like, you know, we're going to get some bonus money. You know, one of somebody's going to get some bonus money out of this fight for sure. So one of us or both of us, I'm excited for it. This is a catchaway fight. Did you decide on that or was it the other side? What What was the, you know, that negotiation? That had nothing to do with me, man. That, that catchaway oh. didn't have anything to do with it. That was all him. Uh, yeah, I, I, if, you know, I, I was a, I'm able to make 45 right now, even on short, short notice. You know, he was the one who... Uh, asked for the 150 catch weight, and I didn't want to, you know, be picky, you know, and maybe miss out on this opportunity. So, you know, I just took what they give me. You want a 150 catch weight, you know, I'm all for it. That's nice. Well, you know, it's better for you too, right? It's five more pounds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, those five pounds, it definitely, you know, that makes a huge difference. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That makes a huge difference. So, uh, yeah, this is my I, this is my first time fighting at 150 in a nice little minute, and I've been enjoying being uh -huh. able to eat pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I saw some of the 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 stories they've been putting up about your meals. Yeah, they me look, and they look hefty. Some barbecue. <laughs> yeah, me and Crossman getting some barbecue after training, man. Yeah. It's been nice. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, are you the type to to be following the the division and and watching the the top of the division and seeing what's going on, or you or do you not pay attention to that? Oh no, hundred percent. I watch I watch any and everybody. I watch, I mean, not just my division. I'm a huge fan of the, you know the sport. I watch. I watch every fight, all the fights, all the time. Now, I want to get your thoughts on some of the fights, featherweight fights that are coming up that are going to be very uh, pivotal for the for the division, for the title race. Uh, first off is Volkanovski versus Holloway 2. Now, what do you think about that fight, and who do you see coming out on top? That's a good one. I'm really looking forward to it. I think Holloway is going to get, make their proper adjustments and uh, get his belt back. I was uh I was surprised that you know is I was surprised the way Vol Volkanovski performed you know uh I think he caught Max Holloway by surprise maybe and Max Holloway wasn't fully you know prepared for prepared for him but I think this fight uh I see Max Holloway making some adjustments and and getting his belt back I don't see Volkanovski being able to do that to Holloway twice in a row Brian Ortega versus the Korean Zombie I feel like this fight is the the one of the most anticipated in the division you know even you know, Volkanovski and Holloway, of course, that's a good fight. But, man, this one has some, like, little sauce to it. You know what I mean? They got that little yeah, beef yeah. going on and everything. What do you think about that? Yeah, I'm excited. Is that that's official? That's booked already? Yeah, August 15th, I believe. Oh, okay. Nice. Now, yeah, I know they got some uh, little backstory. I know, uh, yeah, 
Brian slapped up one of Korean's pe- I mean, one of yeah, Korean Zombie's people, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm really excited for that one. Korean Zombie, that's one of my favorite fighters, mm-hmm. man. I think I I I really think he's gonna be champion one day. If I'm being honest, man, I think he's gonna be champ one day. I'm looking forward to that fight, but that's gonna be a good fight. Brian Ortega, you know, he's no he's no slouch. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna be a tough uh, fight for him, but yeah, that's gonna be a good one. And then the last one is uh the Yair Rodriguez versus Zabit. You know, I feel like this is stylistically is crazy right here. Yeah, those guys, man, those guys, that's gonna be fireworks for sure. They they got, you know, pretty similar to the same style, like super flashy, you know what I'm saying? Flashy kicks, like to spin, you know, real fast and elusive. That's gonna be a good one. Man, I I I that's hard to pick. Zabit seems to to gas out in the late is that a five round fight? I they haven't determined that yet. Okay, if if it's a five round fight, I'm gonna have to go with Yair. But if it's a ah oh, man, that's tough, man. Five round fight, I'm gonna go with Yair. But if it's a regular three round fight, I'll go with Zabit. He's the taller and longer guy. I'd go with Zabit. Yeah, one thing that separates him, I believe, is that Yair he has finishes. You know, not mm-hmm. just one, but he has multiple finishes standing up. You know, what right. I mean, knockouts. That Korean zombie knockout is probably one of the greatest of all time, right? Yeah, that was insane. I've never seen anything like that. That was insane. That's one. Of, yeah, that was one of the greatest knockouts of all time for sure. Hundred percent. They're talking about buzzer beaters with Cody. That Yair Rodriguez was the the buzzer beater of all time. He got the best time, buzzer beater. Yeah, best buzzer yeah. beater of all time. The, man, you can't beat that. Like that elbow. <laughs> like you can't. I don't think you could even. I don't think nobody can duplicate that even if they tried. Man, that was yeah. insane. Were you at insane. the gym? Tried that the next week after you saw that. <laughs> hell, that that move so good. Hell, no, I wouldn't even try that. It's, it's so crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like that's a move that you would get yourself in some trouble. You know, looking at me, yeah. But he pulled mm-hmm. it off, man. It was beautiful. I loved it. It mm-hmm. was beautiful. Well, you go in there, you know what I mean? You get a good performance, maybe even a quick finish. Is Fight Island in your plans, man? Because it seems like they're only doing it for one month, or is it just like I'm gonna fight and then I'm gonna go maybe August, September? I'm gonna wait. Man, everybody is you know making a big big to do about this fight island and everybody talk, man they can have that they can have that i don't i don't want no parts of fight island that i mean the fight island sounds cool i just don't want no parts of that 15 18 hour plane ride man yeah. i'm i'm cool on that i would rather go in here get a you know quick clean finish no injuries and turn around and fight in august right back in vegas yeah. at home quick two three hour flight that's it that's what i want yeah also it's like a hundred and ten degrees in, uh, oh yes, yeah, yeah. Nah, no, <laughs> them do all them dudes petitioning and you know fighting for that. They are they are crazy to me. They can have that. I'm good. I am good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're honest because it seems like a lot of people get caught up in the the fight island. It's not even an island. It's a peninsula, right? So it's it's not even <laughs> real. So it's it's kind of funny. But if you want to go out there and fight, that's great. If you don't want to, I I completely understand what you're talking about. That that plane ride, number one. Number two yeah. is that weather. It's it's not right. I don't know. even think guys are even thinking about that. They're yeah, not even they're factoring not. that in. They're like, you know, fight out and I want to fight out. I'm like, wait till you get on that plane and you know, and on top of that, a weight cut. Like I don't like flying as is. So dealing with it, being on a plane for damn near twenty hours while you're cutting weight, like, dude, that I can't even imagine. I, you know, you'd be miserable, and then you got to turn around and finish making weight, and then you got to fight. And damn that, I I'm I'm, I'm Vegas for me. Vegas for me all day. Well, Sean, thank you so much for the time, man. July 27th, Las Vegas, like you said, uh, your second trip to the Octagon. I'm excited for yes, you. Sir. Good luck on the fight. Good luck on everything that you're doing outside the cage. Stay safe, man. 
Thank you, man. I appreciate the time. Appreciate you interviewing me, man. And yeah, looking forward to uh, talking with you again after this performance.